Welcome to episode number 12 of the WIM podcast. That's WWIM podcast, Women Who Inspire Me. Our guest today is the beautiful, smart, fun, funny, brave, persevering, surviving, just awesome friend, Carrie Paquette. Welcome Don't to the show. There. <laughs> Don't stop there. Don't stop there. Keep it going. I mean, my fiance doesn't even that, talk to me like that. Oh, really? Well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, he's pretty nice. But yeah. That was good. So Carrie, fe- fellow masshole, grew up in Massachusetts, Millbury, correct? What Woolies. Was, what was that like? Millbury Woolies. Yeah. Um, terrible and wonderful. Yeah. All in the same. I mean, I liked it until about sixth grade okay okay <laughs> so well i guess it started yeah. early the first yeah. the first few <laughs> grades were all right um but it was good i liked it small yeah. town yeah. I, I knew everybody um in my grade you know i graduated with like 100 kids so yeah. um pretty white i'm guessing very white yes yeah yeah that's why i'm very glad i moved to boston right? in, in my adulthood because <laughs> i was like oh there's other races out there I wrote, when <laughs> i moved to waltham my brain was like i like this more like yeah, your 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 mind. I like, learned so this, much. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like it's nice to see people that are not just like you. Yeah. All, every single day. <laughs> um, and now I work in like a melting pot where right. I am the minority, and I right. love that. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, Millbury's very white cow town. <laughs> lots of horses, and cows, and wildlife. I guess. Um, and a lot of mean kids. I was yeah. bullied, you know, bullied growing up. I was going to say, up. in sixth grade, they, yeah, that's yeah, when you met them? Yeah, started there. I think, pe- I think it was like the boys have a crush on you, so, so they were like mean. beat yeah, you the up. Freudian it, yeah. reaction formation. I just, you know, I, I'm tall, so yeah. I grew, and I have been tall and big, right. I guess, since like sixth grade. I hit like a growth spurt, and that was, I was the Jolly Green Giant. I was the Purple People Eater. I was like, you know, it depends on what color I was wearing that day, I guess. Right. But, but yeah, and then... Things have actually changed. They don't really allow that stuff to happen as much no in schools. Kidding. It's of course it still does. Kids still make fun of each other, but like it's it's really like I think back in the day there was more like, oh, well that's just kids being kids, which some of it is, but you know, I from what you're saying, some of it's downright cruel, but and I think schools nowadays have been better at like trying to squelch that. You like, yeah, we're not, yeah. we don't have that at the school. I yeah. always think about like social media, yeah. Like, I don't oh, know yeah, how, thank god, especially like in my college days. Thank god, right? there's like no pictures, like you'll find like a random, like actual photo, photo, right? But like, you're not seeing me on god knows where <laughs> from college days, it's crazy, but yeah, I don't know how kids deal with social media yeah. at all these days. I don't know, it's so glad it wasn't around. Different world, yeah, we had like dial up, yes. you know. Yeah. Someone was on the phone. We weren't getting on AOL. You know what I mean? So like, and we were like one of the only families that like had a computer in right, like, the nineties. Right. So yeah. What did you have? Do you remember what kind it was? I have an HP. No, I have, I have no idea. It was real big though. I know that. Yeah. You're that like nine room. years younger than me, I think. So you're... I'm turning 40. Oh, June. yes. Yes. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. What does that feel like? You know, I feel blessed that yeah. I've made it this far, right? honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I, cause I'm trying to change my mindset. Cause I'm like, right. I remember being like 18 and thinking like 30 was so old. old. I was like, right. oh my God, like, oh, look at that. And now I'm like, I am turning 40 and I, you know, I feel like my back hurts more and like, right. you know, I'm feeling like that type of stuff. But I'm, I feel like I, not a day over like I was when I was 18. Like, I mentally, feel, I feel right. 18. Well, cause, you know and I mean? <laughs> a lot of that is you're taking better care of yourself. Well, that's Eating true. better, exercising yeah. more regularly, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I do like I'm trying I'm trying to change because at first I was like 
40, you know, and I was like so upset about it. And I'm like, you know what? I think about all my loved ones and right. friends that haven't made it this far. Right. And I'm like, I'm I'm blessed to be right. getting another birthday in, you know, right. so. which we will we will get to that yeah. why that is. So you're in Millbury. People are being mean to you. You're in Millbury <laughs> High. Yeah. You're play, are soccer. you playing sports for the high school? So yeah. I started playing soccer um, when I was like three. Whoa. I was like able to walk and I was playing like soccer i loved it i don't know my dad got me into it and you know he grew up with like baseball that was like the only sport that like schools had you know he grew up he was born in 47 so that was like the big sport um and like a he explained it to me it's like a cheap sport you know you need like sneakers yeah Yeah. a bat a ball and like a yard basically (laughs) you know so um yeah he like he got me into it and then he founded like the milbury soccer club um so like travel soccer and like so yeah started when I was like three or four um played in town and then I started playing with the boys I was playing I started like you eight trendsetter yeah yeah, (laughs) the only girl on the boys team so just another thing to make fun of me about right um but yeah so yeah playing soccer I played in in high school I started on the varsity team when I was in eighth grade because we were a junior junior senior wow yeah big you know big soccer person (laughs) how did you guys do were you we were awful. Oh, okay. my God. Oh, my God. We, like, if we, I remember, like, my senior year, we had, like, a couple school, like, Tantasqua. They weren't very good, so we would tie, or yeah. every now and then we'd beat, beat them. them. Um, but, like, yeah, we'd mostly get creamed. It's, like, we had, like, Oxford High School. They beat us earlier my senior year, probably, like, 6 nothing, And then we tied them. It was the last game of the yeah. season. You would have thought we, we won, won the World Series. The world, yeah. yeah, the World <laughs> Cup. You know, I was out there, like, we were all, like, yeah, it was crazy. We, we tied, like, 2-2. Two to two. Just to give you, like, so I played sweeper, which okay. is, like, the last defensive person back. And I was the lead scorer. Okay. Whoa. Like <laughs> we were terrible. I, you know, so um, I would take every free kick, corner yeah. kick, a- any type of anything. Yeah. So we weren't very good. <laughs> and did you play in college too? I did. Keene State? I graduated. Correct? Yep. Graduated yes. from Millbury. Um, I chose my college based on soccer. Um, I didn't want to have to excel academically. So I was like, D3 is where it's at. I'm going <laughs> to pick a solid D3 school. And Keene had just dropped from D2 down to oh, D3. Okay. So they were So they good. were competitive. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, we still hold a lot of like their school records. Like, wow. The most winning, winningest, how do you say yeah, that? Winningest. Winningest, yeah, season. Um, We went to the NCAAs two out of my four wow. years. We went to the Sweet 16 one Whoa. year. Yeah, yeah. So it was, we were good. I loved now, it. Now, did you like, that's, with that though, with success comes more pressure. Did you like that? Yeah, yes. I did. Yeah. yeah. So my my freshman year, you know, I was like first time being away from home. Right. I thought I was like just so ready. I knew everything. I was like, I can't wait to move to school. And then I get there and I'm like, I want to go home. Like immediately. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like going that great. There was a lot of alcohol. So I was like, oh, yeah. this is fun. Like <laughs> I'm away from home for the first time. And um, so you know, we had like a 72 hour rule. Actually, was it 48? I think it was 72 hours where you couldn't drink before games. I, okay. So, and I wasn't starting. I wasn't really, I wasn't doing so great. I thought I was like the king shit. Right. When of I course. left Milbury. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, I'm right. going to walk on this team and it's going to yeah. be fine. So I went to like hell week, what they call it. Um, you go like a week before everybody moves in and you have triple sessions of soccer in the sweltering heat. And we had to run like three miles and I couldn't even, I couldn't run three miles. Jeez. I was dead. I was like, oh my God. So I barely made it, uh, but I made it. And my, my freshman year just barely played. They'd throw me in and I would just screw up and, you know, they'd score and they'd be like, all right, take her out, you know. <laughs> and then 
my sophomore year, someone got hurt and they're like, who can we throw in center mid? And they're like, throw in Paquette. So there I was and like, I killed it. So that was it. I started at like probably, I think it was like the fourth game in and we played some like, we played like Williams College where oh, wow. like they were like, they were scary. They yeah. were like humongous, like German women. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, you know, like, but we, you know, we were competitive with them. So that's like when I started and it was good. Nice. Yeah. And enjoyed your time at Keene State. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. I struggled my, my senior year. Uh, I tore my ACL um, playing Plymouth State. Oof. And I was just, that, that was it. I was like, Worst now. pain ever at that time in your life? Uh, actually, I had an abscess tooth. Okay. My, so that was yeah, up there. Yeah, that was um, the abscess tooth. Definitely. <laughs> like they had to like extract we it. Should, we and, should yeah. make a list of the ailments we've had oh, and like, my the God. numbers we assign that I've pain. I've had the weirdest yeah. <laughs> things ever. Like an, I had an abscess in my ear oh, and an abscessed tooth. The tooth thing was like, oh my God, it was crazy. That was my senior year. But I have a high pain threshold yes, so like, yes yeah i'm like oh it's just a cavity <laughs> yeah. and then it's slowly like i couldn't close my mouth anymore and then i couldn't chew and then all of a sudden <laughs> my mouth was like sw- like it was swollen and my parents were like why'd you wait <laughs> yeah, right, like right. now it's sunday where it's an emergency now um, i understand athletes. the finance <laughs> you're right right that, that the like, longer now, you wait the more it's right. gonna cost yeah yeah yes. yeah it was a mess but yeah no the acl tear was was pretty bad though um and it was just like you know right mental. away, like when it happened, you oh, knew yeah. something. Yeah, and something. the video, like they, you know, there's a video of it. Oh yeah, they taped the games. <laughs> oh, so God. yeah, I like stepped and like my knee went backward. I want to see if I can find this. We can superimpose <laughs> oh. it as you're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was nasty. So oh. and I knew like immediately. I was like, your knee's not a, supposed to. I can't walk. Oh anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. Well, I dumb i tried to get up and run because like i saved the ball and then the girl got it because i fell and that my and i got up and they said that it probably like just made it worse it. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well so, it's like greg campbell and the bruins played on a broken leg for he finished his shift with a broken leg oh yeah like, i could see it like because at that moment like i mean they're professional athletes yeah. it's a little bit different but in my yeah. head i was right a professional. Just, i'm like right yeah, yeah. like we you know i'm like well, this is all i have to live for you know i had no idea what life was about i was like 22 years old yeah. i was like but this is it you know after school after after college, what do I? So, know? what was that surgery? Like, what was that? Yeah, yeah, I had out? um like an ACL. They took a piece of my hamstring, which okay. is cool, and then they made me a new ACL. Um, and then that, yeah. yeah. And you were able to continue to play after. College. Yeah, it took a took a long while, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I it was like, I didn't do any of the things that they told you to do. They're like, <laughs> you know, I did the physical therapy, right. but they're like, you need to do these exercises at home. And I'm like, sure, and then didn't do yeah. it. Yeah. I think more. at that point, that's when like my relationship with alcohol really grew into a oh, yeah. love affair. Okay. Toward, toward oh, love really? Affair. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, they gave you like a a machine to put your like leg in to move it. And it, it moved so, it automatically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I would just sit there and have like my 12 pack of Miller Lights. And, drink like, as it yeah, moved your leg. Yeah. Just drink. <laughs> wow. And, like, yeah. That so that's was, your senior year of college? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I barely made it out of my senior year. It was... Yes. That see, that was my sophomore year. Is the one I barely made it out of. But I yeah, out. <laughs> I wish it like on, like I don't know if I wish. Yeah, I wish it happened earlier for me. Yeah, I mean, it well, took me a long yeah. time to to get to where I am now. Right, but, right. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes you need more than one lesson to to get the oh, the message yeah. right. <laughs> I really, I found every lesson. Well, speaking <laughs> of, let's let's go to major life lesson for you. You're a soccer player. You have an injury during a game, and you brush it off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, so, wait, wait, how what? old were you at this point? You're. Oh, so the story I, was, I know. Yeah. The, the story. Tra- yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was 22 at this yeah. point. So you had then, just graduated. Just graduated, or I was 
yeah, when I had the knee surgery, yeah. that's when, yeah, that's when I graduated. Right. And then when I was 23 is when I, yeah. when Erin, my, my best friend, um, from growing up, she yeah. had leukemia right. and she passed away. I was with her. Um, she got diagnosed when we were 18, but oh I like God. never, yeah. like I did not get it. Like I yeah. was just like, right. she, she had been fine. She had a bone marrow transplant. She was okay. Right. Um, and then like we found out that the bone marrow transplant was failing and she got diagnosed again with like uh, acute myeloid leukemia, which is, you know, worse than the chronic right. myeloid. So, um, we lost her in, in 2006 and actually it's her birthday on Wednesday. I'm going out with my girlfriends tonight to, to celebrate her birthday still. Um, and I was with her and I think, you know, that also catapulted me into yeah drinking a little bit more, okay, oh but God. what really, really sent me <laughs> was, um, just a couple years after losing Erin, um, I found a lump in my right breast and I, I didn't really find it. It was like shown to me through soccer. Right. I was, I was playing soccer in Northborough at uh, Teamworks yep. and my coworker elbowed me. He thought he was being funny and he like elbowed me super hard. He's kind of a, kind of a jerk, this guy, but, um, <laughs> but I felt this lump and I'm like, that was weird. Like wouldn't bruise that bad. Right, right. I've had bumps and right, right, right. throughout my entire life, obviously playing soccer. Um, and then I didn't, you know, I didn't really think much of it. I just kind of kept living my life. That was in October of 2008. And then I want to say in like March is when I was like showering and I could see the lump see it. hang, like not, I want to say hanging out because that makes it sound crazy, but uh, like you could see like right. a physical lump and I'm like, uh, all right, this isn't just going away. Right. I should probably. So when, so what was the time between when you saw the lump and when it was October you? of 2008? Yeah. Yep. And then in the same month. Oh, <laughs> March of 2009. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wow. I waited like a Six long time. Months. But yeah, just to give you like, I mean, I would, I probably would have waited anyway, but my yeah. grandmother at that time also had gotten diagnosed with stage four lung cancer oh in December. So that kind of like, I mean, that's still two months that I could have said right, something right. October to December. But then yeah. after that, it was just laser focused on her. Um, so yeah. So eventually... We went on a cruise to celebrate my grandmother's life in April, and I had made an appointment with my PCP like the week before we went on the cruise. And he was like, "This isn't something isn't right here." Yeesh. So we got back from the cruise, and I decided to tell my mom finally on the cruise. Like we were like home for a day, and I was like, "I have an appointment tomorrow for." like a biopsy and all that. And she's like, okay, um, yeah, why didn't you tell me earlier? Right, right, yeah, yeah. She was Where's, pissed at me, right. but, um, but yeah, so yeah, I put, put off, uh, put off this doctor's appointment for a long time. I, and I don't think, I mean, it, it would have helped. I mean, I knew something, I knew right. it was not right. Yeah. You know, I know my body well enough where I was right. like, yeah, this isn't normal for me. Right. So but I'll just put it off. It'll go, I yeah, have other things to worry about. Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah. So the outcome of that, as you know, was, yeah. um, I, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, um, at 25. <sighs> so yeah, right before I was, cause when I tell people that I went through treatment from like when I was 25 to when I was 27, they're like, what? And I'm like, well, it was right before I turned 26. So it was like really a year, but, <laughs> but um, you were 25. Yeah, yeah. But I was 25. Yes. Nonetheless. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That was a life changer. Diagnosed at UMass? At UMass, yes. yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So yeah. That was crazy. And what was your so when they they said this is what we found, and then they tell you tell you right away this is what we're gonna do, this is the plan or Yeah, they really like 
compared to what other people yeah. experience, I mean, granted, everybody's experience is a little bit different. They were like really rushing with me, I feel like. they. I mean, I got a phone call at home at like 10 o'clock at night the next day after the biopsy, and they were like, yes, we found malignant cells. You're going to meet your team. This was like on a Tuesday night. I Oof. met like my cancer team oh my God. on Thursday of that week. Um, and back then, this drug called Herceptin was like not standard of care. It was in okay. clinical trials, yeah. but yeah. they asked if I would be in a clinical trial. Oh, for okay. it. Now it's standard of care. Yeah. Every, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. everybody with HER2 positive breast cancer gets this treatment. So, oh, wow. um, but yeah, I was like, yep, whatever will help other people. So. Yeah. Were you working at UMass at, when that yes, happened? Yes, okay, yeah. I was. I was. I was working. <laughs> That's in, like, weird. That's gonna be weird, right? So weird. It was actually like a, it was good and it was bad. Um, I was working in like the environmental health and safety department. Yeah. I started there in May two thousand seven, and I got diagnosed in April of two thousand nine. Um, and yeah, so I would like. I actually went for treatment at Memorial, which is down the street. Yeah. But I had like my radiation in the basement, and then I would go like go to work. Um, oh my! Like all yeah, that is just, crazy. Yeah, yeah, just zap me, and then all right, now I'm working eight to five. I would go in at seven a.m. <laughs> have my radiation, and then I'm like in a Tyvek suit, pouring off chemical waste for the hospital. You know, eight to five after that. So. Did you work throughout treatment? Did yeah, you, oh yeah. I barely. God. So every now and then, um, I would take off. Like I would have treatment on a Thursday. Because they would have to give me like a shot on the next day. Um, So and then eventually I would have it on a Friday because my mom could give me the shot. My mom was a nurse. So um, I was lucky in that respect because every time I called out on a Friday, it went on my record at UMass. I don't want to sit here and talk shit about UMass. But but why wouldn't they be be like, okay, you're diagnosed. So we're going to like lighten up. We're going to do A, B and C to like make your like workload easier. Like that didn't occur to them. I don't. Oh, there's I so much I, I, I could unpack here. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do a well. whole podcast about how I wish I sued UMass for yeah. like several. I mean, I was wearing a respirator that didn't fit me while I was pouring off chemical waste, and then I got breast cancer. Right, right. Statute so of limitations been, is yeah, way over, right, right. but I've thought about that since. I'm like, have they done studies on any like um, anything like that? Well, that, that was another. So they, I feel like they pushed me out um, okay. because I was asked. I'm like, okay, you never do like baseline, right? blood tests like i'm pouring off like nasty chemicals right um and then come to find out like my respirator didn't fit me the whole time and i'm wearing like a tyvek suit a full face respirator right, right. um but yeah but i mean good i'm glad i landed where i landed and <laughs> right, everything right, worked right. out but yeah and how so you're in treatment for over a year yeah, yeah. so the herceptin clinical trial added like it was from may of 2009 to May of 2010. Okay. That was like a, a whole year of that treatment every three weeks. Um, and then the chemo I had, I got like the red devil. Have you ever heard of that? No, no. Oh my God. Yeah, Google it. It's, um, like it's colored red? Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, I got the, it's like a, a certain chemo regimen that they give, um, but my it was TAC and the A is like, it's, um, yeah, not good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Red Devil. It's... A lot worse than THC. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would prefer THC any day. Or... <laughs> but... They should put that with it. Yeah. When you got chemo. I mean, now they should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? Now that it's legal. I mean, I don't think it was legal back yeah. then. Although. So is it the Red Devil because it's nasty? Because it's. I mean, it's literally poison, right? It's I mean, poison. Yeah, yeah, but the, yeah, the red. I mean, it causes like long term. Like I still my my eyebrows. These are painted on because yeah. my eyebrows like never grew back. Right, They're right. like little. Those are the first. Or those are the last to fall out for me too my me eyebrows too. are the last to fall out and the first to grow back oh really yeah no yeah. my eyebrows um 
were the last of like I was like completely bald and yeah. that like my eyelashes everything um that was the last thing it was like they were hanging on and then Oof. yeah and then yeah you know you know the drill <laughs> yeah I do um, I do but yeah it was it was crazy so. so it was mostly it was just chemo for you or radiation as oh, well I, no, you had, I had, no you had that, everything I had everything yeah. yeah so I did um so like I want to say it was like a month of Herceptin so they could see how that affected my tumor. Yeah. And then I was on three or four. Well, from June till October, every three three weeks, I had I was supposed to have eight um, chemos. And I had okay. six. Okay. I was just, yeah, I was just. And that inpatient? Were you in the hospital? Nope. No? Nope. So okay. outpatient. So okay. every Thursday I went to Mass Memorial. It was an all-day affair from like eight to five. Oof. I'd be there. Um because uh, the red devil had to be an extra slow drip because it was just so, it was so I mean, poor. Yeah, because I mean, it would wreck your veins. If oh, they'd be yeah. Put and I didn't fast, have a port. Right? Um, yeah, I, still, I didn't I get one either. I still have like a brown, like the vein that they always, yeah, I'm like, I have vein rot yeah. still. I don't know if that's an actual term, but. And um, now were you like me when you, when I was diagnosed, I was like, good, they know what it is so they can deal with it. I'm going to be fine. Like that was my, I don't know why that's, that's the route I went. Like, what was it? Was, were you like, yeah, holy I, shit, I have cancer? What the I, like, like, lost or... it. And yeah. then I remember the first day I, like, and I, this is so bad. Like, I, I group texted, like, 80 friends because, like, back then. I, Something like, I couldn't do. Yeah, <laughs> I right, right. No kidding. Yeah, back in. Yeah, no. I, uh, like, I don't, like, these people, it's the, the funniest thing to me, like, in hindsight is, like, most of these people didn't even know I had a doctor's appointment. They didn't even, and I'm just like, well, I have so breast weird. cancer. It's They're like, what the heck? Well, because we, I mean, it's weird. Like, I was just like, shocked. you don't think also to tell everyone. Oh, by the way, because you don't want to worry them, because you don't want to worry them, because you don't know where what it's going to be. Right. But then, yeah. So they were they like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah. oh my god, I'm sorry. Like, what? First of all, what? You are sick. And yeah, right. Like, well, no. Yeah. I think that was like the biggest. Right. Right. Because mind game for me. Because they probably like, just seen you. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sick. I right. wasn't sick until right. I got chemo. Right. I was fine. Chemo I, makes you, know. you sick. Yeah. 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 So it was like, yeah, it was so bizarre. Like I was, you know, but I, I never thought to like question anything that they, oh, they what? whatever yeah, they exactly. told me. I was right. like, you I'm doing like, it. Yep, yes. Exactly. I, I'm on. Yep. On See, your and I think part of that was back. Back then, we just didn't have the mentality to be like, I better research what these people are telling me because I don't know. I, I, I in 1992, I just couldn't do that. Oh I didn't my god! Even, right? Like, they were. I I do know my team of oncology doctors who were, were awesome at UMass. I, you know, we we're not going to UMass, but uh, like anything, some people have good uh, experiences, some people have bad. Um, they took my case to Dana Farber and said, "This is what." This is what this guy has. No, you had some what weird would you shit. do? What what would you do? And they Dana Farber said we'd do the same thing you do. So just knowing that to me, it was like, okay, well, that's another person that would be doing this. So but yeah. I couldn't Google like look right. up anything. Yeah. You would have been like in a in the library. And you I'm sure you were the... you were twenty five, so you wouldn't think, Oh, I better double check what I didn't want to Google now. Yeah. Right. I Google everything. <laughs> but back then I was like, I don't want to know. Right. I'm like I did yeah. not want to they told me like I would feel sick, I was right. gonna lose my hair. Yeah. Like they gave me all the rundown. I'm like, yeah. okay, I feel like Sometimes if you do know too much, it'll like, put it in your head. It'll put it That's in exactly the, in, what I did. Yeah. They gave me pages and pages of side effects. I was like, oh, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. 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 I'm going to take it as it comes, right. you know, and like <laughs> every time was a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the first time I remember because my, my grandmother at this point was um, in hot, like not hospice yet, but palliative care, Looking but bad. at my mom's yeah. um, nursing home. So I went up to visit her. And I was like, this is not bad at all. I mean, it was like 
three hours after I received the treatment. So right. I was like, this is fine. Like I can do this. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the next day it was obviously it's a cumulative thing, right? It's right. not like the first time was the easiest, obviously. The last time, you know, I couldn't you're, even. I was like, just, I should just yeah, live just in the like, bathroom. Yeah, I, right, it's either right. I'm gonna poop or I'm gonna. Yeah, well, I had I had a double explosion one night. That oh, was that's fun. Great. My poor mom had to clean up. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that was the the best thing is like, I had never lived. So yeah, some late bloomer. I was 25 years old and I signed a lease to a new apartment to my first apartment the day before I found out that I had cancer oh my god i was gonna move in Mar- may 1st and my mom's like you're not moving yeah, in now okay. like sorry yeah yeah and i was like the hell i'm you not did, and you still did i still did my poor boyfriend at the time <laughs> oh man dave raymond if you're listening out by boston um, or no it was in Milbury. grafton yeah, oh in grafton I mean, yeah, okay yeah, so you yeah, weren't that so, far away but still yeah yeah but <laughs> again where were you thinking i don't know well, i was like because you don't, don't you don't want to like you well, maybe yeah, thought you were more of a burden if you did that. I felt or, like a burden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like now I feel so bad so, for Dave. He was yeah. so good to me. He, you know, he would shave my head. I would get like these oh. weird like tendrils of hair, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he was good to me. Yeah, he he did the best he could. We were young, you know. Yeah. Well, I when I I was eighteen and went through most of my treatment the summer before my freshman year, and my oncology team and my parents were like, "We think you should take the first semester off and recover it." Which, looking back, yeah, that would have been smart to do. But eighteen-year-old <laughs> Dave wasn't having it. Eighteen-year-old Dave was going to college when he wanted to go to college. I mean, you're just yeah, it's young. You're yeah. young. Yeah, just like <laughs> I, I was like, I want to work through it. Well, I'm I'm glad I worked as much as I did. I mean, granted the job I was doing was grueling. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm talking like I'm in a Tyvek suit. I mean, yeah, not you don't every do single an easy day, job. but more often than not, I'm pouring off chemicals. I'm sweating. I can smell the chemo drugs. Oh, in like my sweating sweat. through you, and sweating through you. Yeah. I have a pool. Did you taste them? The... I, I tasted oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The best was for me was when I had like, a, I think I had like a PET scan or something mm. and they had put like radioactive dye in and yeah. I was setting off. The, there's like a meter at the loading dock so when you're you walk radioactive through, yeah and i'm like and I, like we have waste so i'm thinking like someone mixed radioactive waste in here so we tried like the cart going yeah. through and every time no, i'm bringing it, it through so i'm taking it waste bags off and i'm like what and then, then i go through with the cart i'm like the cart's radioactive i'm like oh it's me yeah it was me so yeah that was that was always fun wow. or like you have to like clean the toilet every time you use that fell through the yeah that never happened they're like did they tell you that when you had chemo? Like no. you're supposed to, yeah, Clean they, the they might not have known. I, they put me in a forced triple dorm room with two other dudes when I was still getting, when I still had one round of chemo to go. What? Like, yeah, why didn't I not get my own room? Like, I don't. That is crazy. Right, no so, kidding. I can't imagine going to school and like, I thought that work was bad enough, but never mind like going to school and like having to live with people yeah no i had to, i would come back like especially like that those that first month i would come back from class and just sleep until like dinner time yeah like, i was so exhausted just from walk like walking to class right right but i did it i got through we got yeah. through yeah and you got through as well i mean i did i had pneumonia i don't know if uh, i ever told oh you my that God. story while I, you were in treatment yeah, yeah yeah so i had two weddings two weekends in a row and i was like well i'm gonna live it up on these two weekends and uh yeah, I lived it up a little too much, I'd say, because <laughs> um, like I went in to get chemo. I, mean, I did not actually no, I didn't go in to get chemo. It was like a few days before my appointment, uh. and I was like, I w- just woke up and I felt like someone was sitting on my chest. I was like, literally, Oof. like I could not breathe. I'm like, okay, what is going on? So yeah, my mom came at, like six o'clock in the morning. We went to the ER, and yeah, I had pneumonia. I'm like, oh, I basically gave that to myself because I was like up until like three o'clock in the morning and Oof. just a mess. So I had to like postpone chemo but yeah yeah that was 
So interesting thing. as you're going through treatment, they're telling you, yep, it's working. It's so that must that get you like encouraged and like, all right, see the light at the end of the tunnel yes. type of thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, thankfully, my tumors reacted very well. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there was very much left yeah. um, towards the end. But like I so I did have a mastectomy as well. Yeah. Um, and that's like the one place where I wish I just listened to my gut and I yeah. let them kind of talk me into a specific surgery. So right. I had wanted a bilateral mastectomy. Right. And they're like, it's overkill. You only have it in one boob. And I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. like, but I don't want to give it. I'm 26. Right, like, right. I want right. to reduce, right, right, you know, this, right. the, the possibilities of this and, happening again, yeah. you know? So, um, but yeah, they, they kind of, you know, they talked me out of it. Right. Um, they definitely, they said I was not really a candidate for just a lumpectomy just because of how, like, I had like multiple little tumors. Right. Um, but they were like throughout my so i was like all right well just take the whole thing um and then i had like a bunch i had like all my lymph nodes removed basically from my right arm i think 26 were taken um so this is during treatment after treatment like where this was, was the surgery three weeks after i stopped okay. i finished chemo yeah so october of 2009 wow. um that was like the longest time i was out of work um i took a medical leave finally at that oh, point hey. yeah yeah so <laughs> um yeah i had like surgical drains and yeah that wasn't the most fun but i i feel like having the high pain threshold kind of helped yeah, me right. out um because you know i probably i went back to work a little bit early because i was like okay i'm bored like <laughs> i want to get back and they made me jump through hoops i had to go through like a five medical evaluations and i'm like oh my god so anyway yeah i, I got to go back but then like a year later i had a weird lump in my left breast it ended up just being like some benign. But that um, must have been terrifying. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, all right, well, now I'm going to have the lump. I mean, the left breast yeah. removed. And yes. And I, so I left UMass. I got the job at the Broad. So yep. I started interviewing in like May of 2010 for wow, the so job. So you've been there a while. Yeah. Oh, Broad. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So I started interviewing that. And then like they didn't hire me until October. Um, and I was due to have reconstruction that October. So I was like, all right, well, so I had nothing for a year at that point. And I'm like, well, I might as well put it off another year. So um, that following 2011 is when I had the left prophylactic mastectomy and a reconstruction. So okay. I've been somewhat whole. I mean, I've had like 15 Since, surgeries. like you've had, it's, yeah, you've I've had, had a lot of since, surgeries right? since. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But again, like if I had just had the surgery I wanted, most likely right, it wouldn't. I wouldn't have had, yeah, 20 Surgeon, which remind our listeners you're in charge of your body yeah research yeah. all the options ask be the one that you listen to your gut ask yeah. questions every time i go to the doctor i write down like yeah I I, i'm ask, so much right? better about that yeah. now i was not that way that's why thank god i had my mom because right she'd be oh like, yeah and she was a nurse yeah. get so a good had, advocate that's another yeah, yeah right yeah advocate <laughs> your for mom. yourself and if rest, you don't... rest in peace karen by I know. she was awesome yeah. i know she really was she, i, I miss her so much yeah. she's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> she was crazy she like she had no problem just speaking her mind yeah oh like all right like let's figure this out and yeah so i know now i'm kind of like i feel like a ship without a sale i'm like yeah. i don't know you someone needs to tell me what to do with yeah. my sister is <laughs> well you have a great taking... relationship with megan right yeah I mean, yeah my yeah. sister is like she's the most she knows everything yeah she, i call her doogie hauser yeah, I'm, oh, not, yeah. I'm not kidding <laughs> she is so smart she's a nurse she yeah. she's just the smartest person ever yeah so it's yeah. good to have good people in your corner yeah for sure <laughs> and i have the best 
So yeah. So you. So when were you? When was your last surgery for your cancer? I was trying yeah. to figure this yeah. out because I was like, "How old are my implants?" I yeah. feel like they're probably nearing, nearing like their end of life cycle. Yeah. But um, are you supposed to get? Are they supposed to take those out eventually? I think it's every ten. Yeah, oh, okay. I used to have like a card uh. that said like this breast implant is this and it needs to be removed on this date but then i had like three more surgeries so i was like well that went out the window <laughs> um so i ended up you know this i think that i had like um they took out my surgical drains too early and i ended up yeah getting a it was you've had you had a bunch of yeah yeah so yes. i think my last surgery was in 2015 yes okay so i'm, I'm and I'm, we met so when we carrie and i met speaking for a cancer awareness nonprofit, and their message was all about um, early detection and they loved our stories because both of us ignored symptoms <laughs> with me with my Crohn's I ignored symptoms for years till finally I went to the doctor and even then I didn't tell him all the whole story um, so that's what was that 2013 I think I want to say does that make sense I when think we it was spoke? 2011 20 okay because that's when I started oh really my, I my first talk for them was October of 2011 okay yeah. maybe it was after that I, I just remember it was I don't think it, I, I don't know, because okay. I was actually thinking about my first talk with them, and it was at that um, Ecotarium. Yeah, yeah, that's, I thought that was 2013. Maybe, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe you're yeah. right. Because I, I, I just looked at a picture of it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah so, that, so that was it, but I just remember, so like, weird to do a talk they didn't there. warm me up. I had no idea what I was getting into. They're like, oh, just come, we're having, we're hosting an event, and you can tell your story. I didn't realize there was like a script so i'm telling them like <laughs> yeah. yeah chemo's awful i'm like just going <laughs> yeah into right like my well that yeah that, that's so they this organization which, which they've actually changed their name since we won't name them they were they're great that the message was great those they don't do talks like when we did them yeah like that no. anymore which is fine they've changed their format they've changed who they they're targeting which is whatever they're gonna do what they're gonna do but when we were work uh volunteering for this organization um yeah we go to these rant we go to mostly schools though yeah. right but we met at the yeah and so they didn't tell you what it was going to be no and yeah like, so they didn't want us to actually talk about the treatment they right. wanted us to talk about the important part of getting diagnosed early so that like we didn't really go into no the horrors no. of chemo because they didn't want that right to get and like i would talk about erin like but my, i think yeah, yeah my yeah, best yeah. friend that yeah. passed away because yeah. i was like well it all started back yeah. and she's like no no <laughs> tales do like you yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Which I, it makes sense. But, you know, we like to tell the whole, you know, I like to tell the whole story. Yet, you know, which I don't always get to do uh, when I share my story is that, yeah, I survived cancer. But then the drink, like the drinking years after, where yeah. like, that's still me dealing with cancer. You no, know, in, in, right. in some weird form. Yeah. Right. Even right. Well, I it's didn't traumatic. Have the physical cancer inside me. It was my brain. Yeah. It right. Is, it is trauma. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's definitely trauma. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I feel like I know all about that. Like, <laughs> I tried every way to drink. Oh, yeah. Very excited. Um, I tried every way to drink. Um, you never put alcohol through butt, did you? People do that. And you know that? They put it up their butt. Yeah, yeah. That's there's a term. That's what it's called. Yeah, Did you do it. that? Yeah. No. You, no. I mean, okay. I don't well, know. No. I didn't mean tried every. Oh. I mean I tried. I well, like, that's one way, and you've said every way. No. Okay. Snort. People uh, do that too. Alcohol. Well, people put up their butt because then you don't you pass a breathalyzer, right? Oh my god. Okay. All right. I never thought about yeah. that. Well, couldn't, maybe I wouldn't have got one of my DUIs had I just booted. You've had two DUIs. You want to share? You want to share those stories? One was, yeah, sure. Okay. okay. Um, remember the Lucky Dog? Yes. I loved that. Place. In Worcester. Yes. Yes. Um, went to some live music. Um, and I 
decided to drink, I want to say it was like a solid five or six Goldschlager shots. Oh the word, like Goldschlager. <laughs> With actual pieces of gold in yeah, it. Yeah, I used to joke, like, when I die, someone, I'm going to donate my liver to yeah. one of my friends because yeah. it was going to be made of gold because I drank <laughs> so much oh, Goldschlager. Um, but yeah, and then I just, I drove, I wanted to go home. Just didn't so think I just, of, yeah, yeah, no. Thought you were fine. Well, so yeah, I'm not real proud of that aspect was I drove a lot. Yeah. when I was drunk. Uh, well. Um, yeah. I, I talk about this with my dad all the time. Like yeah. I'm so glad I never hurt anybody. Yeah. I'm so glad I never got hurt. I'm yeah. just, but I'm more happy that like I never my drinking rarely affected other people's lives, which right, is good. Right. Just mine. Right. Just totally <laughs> bulldoze mine. But yeah. Yeah, luckily when I drank I was in college, so I didn't have a vehicle to drive. But yeah. I never wanted story. to sleep over play I was like, yeah. I just want to go home, home or yeah. You have like, your own bed. Part of it was yeah. like why I drank. I was just not comfortable in my yeah. skin. So like I was like, I just want to get out of here. And like yeah. the anxiety and like the social awkwardness. Right. Like, yeah, didn't translate so well to drinking. <laughs> did a police officer see you driving erratically or what? Yeah. Yeah. Right in like a mile from my parents. Oh, where I lived. yeah. I think yeah. I was. God, I think I was 24. Okay. Maybe I was 23. I was I was pretty young. I can't remember if it was 23 or 24 Um, before cancer. Yeah. But after Aaron died, so like that, yeah, yeah. BC. Before, yeah, BC before cancer. <laughs> That's an actual thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yep, I got pulled over, and it was like a friend I went to high school with that pulled me over, um, a Millbury cop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and he was like, "All right, we're gonna figure this out." And then a Stady drove by, oh, and saw and us. He, he's like, "Oh, he's do you like, need help?" And he's like, "No, I don't." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, bye. I'm going to jail." So, and then the second did they time, lock you up? Oh yeah, yeah. I went. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you call? Home. Oh, my, my mom. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, my parents are saints. Right. What I put them through. What, oh, my Same God. here. Like, I don't know how. Yeah. I'm like, that is love. That's why I don't have children also, because I'm like, I don't want me as a child. I don't want passing my genes down to anyone else yeah, either. Yeah, no. Like, right. Exactly. Like, I've had cancer. Yeah, I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, I'm a drug right, addict. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But I have a really good life. Like, yeah, I, I somehow right. have, like, brought it together. Hey. You know, your inspiration. Yeah. You're, you are an inspiration. Thank you, Carrie. Dave. I you're. appreciate that. I was going to ask you, why am I on this? Because you're inspiring. <laughs> no, You've kidding. been through a lot I and have. you're still so positive and funny and yeah. have a great outlook on life and still always trying to improve yourself and do better. And yeah. talk about your work. Speaking of uh, yeah. with Broad. Yeah, with yeah. Broad. So and then I want to tell the story about how sure. I got sober. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Well, do you want to do that first and then? No, Broad, or, the Broad's okay. actually oh. a big component okay. in it okay. so um i started the broad in may of may of uh, october of 2010 so i've been there for almost 13 that's years that's crazy wow. i like to stay at places apparently yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yes and i how i even got into so i went to school to be a teacher um that's keen state's huge teaching yeah. school so um and then i had to be in a communications class with like a hundred of my peers it was my biggest class and i'd have to get up and communicate Talk in front of you know? <laughs> and i'm like yeah no i'm not doing that my peer. <laughs> no and it's funny because like now that's like what i do for a job right. but how i got into like the chemical lab stuff is um like erin having cancer and just knowing like research gets done and like how can I support the research I can't do the research I'm not that smart but right. I can um I can support it right? right so um that's how I got into like health and safety and mm. and the lab side of things so that's what I do there I love it there um we've grown like it's crazy so um the BRCA gene which is tied to breast cancer yep. um they had a patent on it. I don't know if you remember this, but this was actually happening when I was going through treatment. So okay. Myriad, this company, tried to patent the BRCA gene. And Eric Lander, the founder of the Broad, right. 
fought so in the Supreme Court that. and was yeah. like, you can't patent a right. gene. Right. Like, how are we going to patent someone's body? That means you gen- could genetics. patent a human, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I, I like, I need to work there. So. Here so I you am. heard that story and said, this yep. is where I want to work. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Is that the same guy I emailed and asked? I think did I, I emailed one of your bosses to ask him to give you time off. Do you remember this? You did? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Was it to go to cro- cross yes. the country? Yes. Oh, my God. I wish I went with you. <laughs> you are an inspiration to me. You are like such a freaking advocate. Did I tell you advocate. what I'm doing this, Ireland, uh, this summer in Ireland? No. No. So I this, heard you talk. What, yeah. So okay. I'm going to Ireland. I'm flying to Dublin, landing okay. in Dublin. And then just hiking around the coast to the other side. That's where Dingle is. And that's where they film the new Dingle, uh, this new Star Wars movie they film there. So I'm just like walking around till I get to there. But if I meet someone that's like, I'll drive you there, I'll be like, cool. Okay, yeah, please drive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like that last plan, you almost died like seven times. Yeah, no, I'm walking this time. I'm not going to rollerblade. Yeah, no rollerblading. I (laughs) I learned from my mistakes. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) That's good. Oh, that's awesome. So anyway, you were back to Broad. Sorry. Yes, Broad. Um, what was I talking about? Just talking like about how, your boss and how he, he. Oh yeah, so the founder yeah. of the Bro, yeah. Eric Lander, yeah. um, the now shamed. I don't know if you've heard about oh, that. No. Oh what my happened? god, he worked for um President Biden. He was in like his um, I forget what they call it. It's like the official ca- health cabinet yeah, like or something. Ca- yeah. yeah, the PCAS, I think it's called. Okay. Um, that like went away during Trump, of course, because you know yeah, because he doesn't care. No, about yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but Biden like loved him. He, I actually, Biden came to our work. Um, oh, like two thousand. Oh God, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, still talk and yeah, form sentences. Yeah. Oh, Sweet. that poor man. No, you yeah, know? right. But he like had this big like cancer moonshot. We were like supporting his science. Yeah, he's he's lot. Did he lose a son? He's 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 been through. A, speaking he's been of like trauma. persevering, he's been right. through a lot. Right? right. Seriously. So so yeah. So Eric Lander took a leave of absence to go work for the president oh, okay. and like. Things came out about him possibly bullying women uh, while he was there, but like there was like a whistleblower. I don't know. You'd have so to who read knows. up. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, uh, he said, just, she said, kind of deal. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was very like he's very fiery. So if he believes yeah. in like something, you know, I don't know. I don't want to like I don't want to yeah. women shame or victim yeah, shame right, or whatever. Right. But I'm like, so oh. maybe he was just being. Um, you know, enthusiastic or yeah, something assertive. and there happened to be a can't woman imagine there. him being like your idea is dumb like she said i'm like i just can't i mean not that i know him like but you know, some but... ideas are dumb and you're allowed to tell people their <laughs> right? ideas are dumb regardless of their gender right that's I... true right yeah <laughs> you know i mean it is what it is right um, i think he like I, I think it was like something like he had asked for like some dumb kind women of... who inspire days <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 i love that podcast. yeah yeah we should have that be the next one <laughs> dumb women who inspire <laughs> oh god but yeah so i don't know who knows but yeah. he's he's actually coming back to the broad soon yeah. which, oh, is, okay. which is good because and you guys back. were um you did a lot with covid too right oh like, yeah well, yeah what was yeah my job your, yeah that was i mean I you were working, working crazy out tell me explain yeah. that go tell us the broad covid story yeah that was so, crazy like and that's why i love this place right like so you know I just remember when COVID started, like looking at the John Hopkins like dashboard and being like, we have 80 cases in the U.S. And like a week later, we're like, we're closing down. I'm like, holy (laughs) shit, that escalated quickly. Um, But during that time, we realized um, we have we had like these sequencers that can I mean, they they found it the human genome. So we have these sequencers that could sequence COVID. So we're like, why can't we we can just kind of build labs and run covid tests so let's do that and we ended up like it was very 
hard and very busy and right. long hours but we like retrofitted like one of our buildings to just run covid tests during yeah during the pandemic so yeah like all the national guard stuff like my my sister works for a nursing home that got hit really hard with yeah. covid they had a lot of people pass away very quickly and it was just funny that not funny haha but right. weird that like the you know, we're running their COVID test. You we're became the official the like testers of a lot yeah, of, yeah. All, like every, t- basically if you got a COVID test during 2020, it was it coming was to Brood. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so, what, were, what were your hours like during that time? Well, during the lab building process, they were like normal, but yeah. like I ended up running the on-site COVID yeah. testing for our employees. And then my hours like doubled. <laughs> um, I went from like being at home to like being at the Brood like 60 hours a week. <laughs> but I had like, they were like long during days. the pandemic. Oh, so yeah. you're, are you, you're obviously fully masked fully like what? Oh yeah. Ha- so, hazmat yeah. suit? No, no, no. They so were... it depended uh, like on where I was working. So yeah. if I was in the actual like testing, like, yeah, yeah, we were gowned up in all that stuff. But, um, but eventually like I got to get out of there and I just kind of made sure it ran smoothly, yeah. but I still had to be there. So, um, so yeah, so I work, but I had weird hours. I worked like every other Wednesday I had off. So that was good. I would go up to the White Mountains and just hike. And um, I had another amazing accomplishment of yours. How many? What's the there's a thing, right? Yeah. The the, the, the 50, the 40. What is it? The 48. Okay. 4,000 footers in New Hampshire. Yeah. I hiked those. You did Um, that. Yeah. You did that challenge. Yes. Now I'm on the New England 67. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 But how many has Andrew done with? He's you. done them all. He's done them all with yeah. you? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. So he, I, I had a goal of doing them all in under a year, yeah. but then COVID and like, yeah, right, right. if right. I drove up there, people would like be really, they were like, <laughs> you have a Massachusetts player. You're not supposed to be in New Hampshire. I'm like, oh my God, I'm outside. Like, yeah, of course right. we, you know, we didn't right, know right, what right, we know right, now right, and all that. Right. But, um, so I finished in like a little, like a year and a month. Um, Jeez. but I hiked like some crazy, like the first hike that Andrew some and I of your ever pictures went on, are awesome. Nuts. Oh my God. The first hike Andrew and I ever went on was the presidential traverse, which is like a 20 mile hike. And he, oh my I, God. So the day before he comes to meet me up there, he's, I'm like, what was the last mountain you hiked? He's like, I don't know. Monadnock. I'm like, have you ever hiked a 4,000 footer? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, well, this is going to be interesting. He did it. I don't know. I, th- I threw up the whole way up. I don't know. Yeah. Was... Well, I remember that that night you called me. I think it was COVID. It was like one of the early COVID days where you're like, I got to hike somewhere. We got to go somewhere. Remember? I met you at UMass. And did we go to Wachusett? Was that we probably went? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, you like, you walked it like it was like from here to there. I'm at the top. I, I was like, about, uh, Dave, I forgot uh, about I that. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, you poor thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I got a hike. You're like, okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. And that's how Andrew. But I felt really good after, like the next day. Like, yeah, it makes you feel really good. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like I mean, the, what are the runners? Endorphins, high? Yeah, or yeah, endorphins, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, what's the yeah. the runners high? Pheromones. Do you I'm get like, athletes no. high? Like when you play soccer, did you get that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Not so much so- running. I'm a big yeah. runner now. Um, that started during COVID too. Mm-hmm. Um, I had nothing else to do, and I'm like, my quiet mind is not right. good for me. Like, I need to do something and just feel space um <laughs> oh i had one more covid question about yeah. bro what is the general consensus at broad about how this thing happened do we think it was Ooh. a wet market do we think it was a lab leak what do we no they think it was just a virus just that a, just yeah was happened yeah. and yeah they don't think like someone ate a bat or anything like that no yeah think, right well that was the you know, first story right that was the for, first story right right coronavirus has been a, well yeah. right but has never been like this, though. Right, which, right. But that's but, like how, like, H1N1, you right, know? I mean, right, How did actually, any of them get out? H1N1 was actually like a, I think that was an accident. 
Okay. I don't know. Well, know. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. With the lab leak. Yeah. There could have, couldn't have there been an accident. Someone got it, it there been. and then spread it. It could have been. I mean, who knows what really happened, right? right. We never get the real story. Yeah. Right. right. Usually right. there's some crazy story here. There's some crazy story here and there's something in, like it's usually in between. Right. Like, right. That's I usually know. what I mean, honestly, <laughs> like, a combination knowing, of something like knowing how like our like we, we have a BL3, a, like a biosafety level three lab um, mm-hmm. at Broad. Yeah. But we're very strict. Right. Like we have a lot right. of components in place right. for something like so that. So who knows to not how happen. strict but they are? Other countries, there. Right, right. I mean, who knows? Well, I, that's why we do a lot of business in other countries, right? There's less restriction and it costs less. It, the labor you yeah. know, is less. So that's why we do it. And yeah. Yeah. There but, was. Yeah. There was some. There was some um, documentary about outsourcing companies and some, uh, I think, Chinese company bought an American company and they wanted to do A, B, C and D. And then all the all the inspectors and whatever said, oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. And the Chinese, the guy couldn't he couldn't understand why. Well, the sprinkler has to be there. Well, I don't want it there. I want it like not. He didn't understand that he had to enjoy like to actually have the company function. You needed to follow these regulations. Yeah. Let me tell you, working at UMass, I hit a couple of like things like that with um, some of the researchers from other countries. Oh, yeah. They're like, like you have you... to work like there's this nasty chemical. It's a thiol and it just smells like cat urine. It smells <laughs> awful. And it's more of a I mean, it's it's a toxic chemical, but it's also it's just a nuisance odor. But yeah. like where you have labs outside of offices, like people don't want to smell cat pee. And I'm like, <laughs> really? you have to work with that in a fume hood. And he's like, I, in my country, I don't even have fume hoods. I'm like, well, That's... we do here. Right. And like right. you have to, wow. you know, but like in we would get odor complaints. I'm like that one researcher. <laughs> you know, anything ever happened at Broad, like where you had to lock down or like some sort of leak or some sort of accident like that must have. Been... No, I no, mean, never. Nothing bad. Uh, we had. I mean, honestly, you want to know the scariest thing yeah. was when um, the marathon. Shooting, oh, OK. Um, that Sean Collier, the officer yep. Collier was right across the street. Oh, right. I, could, I, I remember. Right. Yeah. Well, corner. I think when I picked you up one time, you're like, oh, by the way, that was yeah, right there. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Because like it, it just isn't there a memorial. Isn't there a memorial to him? Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right outside the, the a building called the Status Center. Right. And you can see it from the road. Right. Like, it's right. like right across the streets. It's crazy. So you, that were was you at work that day. I was. Wow. Um, yeah, I was there. And, you know, it's just the whole that whole thing is so crazy. Like the 7-Eleven that the, um, they pulled into. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I, I was there earlier. The day. Like <gasps> it's I, he that the bombers like lived three streets down oh from my, the road. Oh, my God. So, yeah, like that whole I mean, I talk about I was like I had a police scanner. They closed down the city. They smoked out these right. two dicks. And, right. Yeah. I just I'll never Warren forget was that. in a boat. Right. In yeah. Watertown. Yeah. Oh, my. That whole thing was nuts. But I was like. Because I was, I, you know, I go to the marathon every year. Right. And yeah, the whole thing. It was, was funny nuts. when that I remember when that happened and everyone was like, there are some, you know, conspiracy, conspiracy theorists saying, well, wow, look at how look <gasps> at this like government control lockdown. It's like, no, everyone in Boston wanted to catch these motherfuckers. Right. And so we said, OK, you're going to go in. Everyone's going to go inside so we can catch them. Yeah. Like it wasn't a yeah. everyone voluntarily did that. I remember. Catch them. And it, guess what? It worked running during covid. <laughs> <laughs> and like there was nobody around, right. and that was the only other time I ever saw the city that quiet. Was was, was when those getting that, the bombers? Oh my god, yeah. that was so crazy. Ten years now, right? yeah, two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen, yeah. Wow, wow, time, time goes so fast. Right. So uh, a weird fun, fun fact. Um, 
I was I went to the Olympics in 1996 when they had the centennial. Atlanta. Yeah, there was when, a bomber. Wasn't yeah. there a threat there? Or yeah. yeah, no, they had like they found a bomb. Oh, they did find and, like, a bomb. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, they what? found the wrong guy though, wasn't yeah. it? Something like Richard that. Jewel, yes, that yes. poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like the marathon, I'm like, that's weird. Two people, like one right. person, right. Two, yeah. you know, one person, two bombs. That, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a video you don't yeah. want to watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> did you go to the Coke Museum in Atlanta? Coca-Cola? No. Oh, there's the Coca-Cola Museum in Atlanta, which when I was growing up, Coke was my favorite drink. Um, I'm a Pepsi girl. Oh, my God. I know. Carrie, get out of here right now. Diet Pepsi, Um, Diet Wild Cherry Pepsi. So you go to the Coke Museum, and they explain the history of Coke and this and that. And um, they never... They never tell you that, oh, by the way, cocaine used to be in this drink. That's <laughs> not that's left out of the tour. But the coolest part is there's a room and it has all the different Coke beverages from around the world that you never drink. And then it's just a fat like so you can sample all the. Yeah. Different. Yeah, that's cool. One here is of this guy I used to work with that Broad yeah. was uh, he worked there and was a test of. Uh, Tester, like tester. beverage yeah. tester. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wow. said his like teeth hurt. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like they just. Yes, please. Like... <laughs> yes, please. You want to go there and work, Mark? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, God. No. I can't like I, I my I swear. How, I... Oh, speaking of caffe- caffeinated beverages, are you off? Are you off the energy I drinks drink now? I drink coffee now. OK, Can you that's believe good. It? That's I, good, but I you're not you're not coffee. drinking that. What was the energy drink you loved? The oh five God. or something? What was? Oh, it? I would drink two five hours a day. Five, <laughs> and then I would have the blue rock star the, energy. The rock star, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but you're not doing those. No, oh, I, that's good. Yeah, I quit in uh, 2019. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good. That's cool. Yeah, psychosomatic. <laughs> but you have like one co- you have one coffee in the morning, or just coffee drinking. Yeah, generally. usually one one or two coffees in the okay. morning. But yeah, you, like after. But like, you got to the point where those rock stars weren't. No, Even I was waking just like, you up. You were just, would, yeah. I, people would think that I would, so I got, I got sober eventually. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I would go to the, I would still go and hang out with people periodically at the bar and I would just drink Red Bulls, like seven, eight, nine, ten Red Bulls. Wow. Until like one in the morning and they're like, you're never going to sleep. I'm like, but you would, me. but you yeah, would. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. when was the last, speaking of, when was the last time you had an alcoholic beverage? It's been a September 13th, 2014. Whoa. Wow. I'm almost at my 10 years. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a whole slew of arrests and things that happened (laughs) that got me there. But ultimately, it was like I got in trouble. I was dating like, oh, do you remember when I was dating that jerk from Millbury? It's probably right when I met you. Yeah. Yeah. He was, oh, he was so bad. But um, I got arrested twice within a very short amount of time. And, I had to have a home breathalyzer machine. Um, and every morning at 7 a.m. and every night at 7 p.m., I had to say red, white, and blue into this machine and do a breathalyzer test. Um, so, yeah. So that was a sobering. I had to do that because so I wouldn't go to jail. Okay. I was like, I'm going to oh, lose wow. my job. So whatever we can do to like not help me. Right. I mean, I've worked here for a while. I want to keep the job. So they did that. and then, So they knew you were going through that? Like, your did your job know? No. Oh, they didn't no, know. No. Okay. I mean... Th- Probably not. No. Okay. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I still work there. Yeah. But uh but they also like love me and like no, yeah. I I'm a You're good doing person. Your job. Yeah. yeah, I just had a lot of there's a lot of but that was mental t- health. That was the tipping point. Yeah. For you alcohol wise and that was it. I mean, I I knew I had to stop for a yeah. long time. So right. that was just the the catalyst that, you know. Yeah. And and did you immediately notice that your life get better? 
when you stopped or did it take a while? It took a while yeah. for me. You have to get, did you have well, to shed some people that you I should have had in your life? And yeah. Other bad habits yeah, as well. Right. Yeah. And people. And yeah. I had to change all the nouns, as I say, people, places and things. I had to change all of it. Yeah. So I like lived on my parents' couch for okay. a solid couple of years and eventually, yeah, got better. And then, and then you surround yourself with the right people and. And here you are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Carrie, our hour is just about up. So okay. we're, I think it's a good stopping point. Thank you so much for coming of on. You're, I love I love talking to you. I love you as a person. I know. You have awesome stories. And I hope you come back sometime. I will. All yeah, right. I can finish the second half. Awesome. Thanks for <laughs> listening, everyone. Have a good day. <laughs>